Welcome to the Above the Rim Game Day podcast. I am your host, Vince Curran, along with Penn coach Steve Donahue. Coach, I'm sure you probably don't want to go back and revisit the Big Five Classic, but we've got to take a quick look at that one. I, it's funny, I, I looked over at the end of the game and saw you kind of looking down at the scorer's table just in frustration. I talked to Coach Dunphy and Asked him if he ever remembered winning a game like that, save the stick back by double zero in his first win. And he said, I remember them happening against me. I never remember them happening for me. How about you? Have you ever won one that way? Ever lost one that way? What was the emotion? You know, um, I, I thought about that as well, because you, you coach enough of these games. Eventually, it's going to happen. Um, our Cornell team won a game at the buzzer on a three by Ryan Whitman, but it was a really, it was a jump shot and it was a tie game. If they missed it, we're going over. I've never had the euphoria of going ahead with four seconds left and then getting it taken away that quickly. Um, it happens. You Joy know? and pain, sunshine and rain. Is that the, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden that quickly. Uh, I thought generally the the, uh, the the Big Five Classic went well. I thought it gave good matchups. The basketball was good and competitive. Um, I, I think there, it's funny, you had, like different styles of games. That Villanova Drexel game was a, was a slugfest. Ours was a an up and down kind of track meet, and uh, that St. Joe Temple game it, it was it, Temple just kind of kept fighting. You kept keep thinking almost like the Cathedral Classic. Do they have one run in them to overtake St. Joe's? Yeah, I agree with you. I thought uh, I thought the day was great. I think if we can continue to grow um, each fan base that they get this, this is the day we play this classic. Um, and I thought our game was a terrific college game. I thought our guys uh, on both teams really played well, enjoyed the atmosphere. So for me, as a fan of the Big Five, um, I thought it was a great day, and obviously we loved the result to be different on our part, but uh, I thought the day itself was terrific for Philadelphia basketball. Do you know yet whether this is a multi-year event at the Wells Fargo Center, or is that discussion still ongoing? I believe it's it's the go for next year, Vin Man, already. After that, I do not know. I would anticipate they would change up the pods then to, to rotate teams so you have different matchups than you did this year, or is that locked as well? Well, I, what I think they're going to do is keep the pods one more year so you get a home and away game in each of those battles and then go from forward after that. So I know you've been in games as a coach. You've watched a million games as a fan. You ever have the reaction as a fan that, that I am going to admit having. I was watching our game against LaSalle, and I felt like, man, we should be up a little bit more right now. And then I go fast forward 16 hours, and the Eagles are up 6 nothing. I'm like, it's over. We got no chance. We should be up 14 nothing. Next thing you know, back come the Niners, and you get blitzed. You, you ever have that sense that pending said, I think as a coach you probably can't have it, but as a fan, you're sitting there going, ah, oh, this doesn't feel right. No, I, I, I think um, you make a great point in our game, for sure. We were up nine, and I thought we were doing things really well. Then we just give up an easy basket here and there, and then you look up, and you're still – you're only up six. And 
we missed two front ends. And I think in the back of your mind, you just think that stuff's going to come back and catch up with you where I thought we were outplaying them enough to be up 15. If we were a little more disciplined on the defensive end and took care of our business a little better. Um, so that feeling, uh, I don't disagree with you. I think we should have looked up and seen the score a little higher and give LaSalle credit. I thought they made a good adjustment going small. And uh, the kid Fasasi in particular made big shots for him. That probably hurt us, not one that was necessarily in the scout. Uh, and they they hung in there and took it at the end. Stocker, it looks like your old boss watched a little film and had a plan on how to attack the zone. I thought they did a pretty good job of getting the ball to the foul line area with guys that actually could do something with it. And I thought that was a, a big adjustment that they made that we haven't seen other teams make yet. Yeah, I think the kid Gill is such a good basketball player. And I think Duff utilized them right. Get them in the middle, as you've been preaching on your broadcast. Uh, it's absolutely the correct way to attack it. Um, listen, the zone for us should be a, a curveball. Every 30 pitches, we throw one in there to get some off balance. Uh, we've used it too much, probably just because we're so young. I'm just trying to give us a little bit of stability until we start building up our really good man-to-man -man habits, which come January 5th when we play Dartmouth, I hope our man-to-man -man defense is a lot better. You talk about how you attack uh, excuse me, how LaSalle attacked the zone. And we talked in our last broadcast about how well Penn had done defensively rebounding the ball, offensively rebounding the ball, top 50. And then you go into a game like this and you say, was it our defense? And I, I was having a discussion with somebody. I said, you know what? There were a lot of times when the defense got the missed shot and LaSalle just did a really good job of getting two and three shot opportunities. So something that had been a major strength in previous games all of a sudden, LaSalle got his back on our heels a little bit and was attacking on the offensive glass. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think they did a good job. I think the role players know the roles. They brought some physicality. Uh, Brickus, Gill, and Brantley are such good offensive players. They take so much of your attention that maybe we let our guard down with the other guys in particular on the glass. Uh, as I said before, I think – I think our man-to-man -man defense has to get a whole lot better. It's some of it's youth, some of it's the guys who uh, are maybe in positions and playing longer minutes than they have in the past. But the man-to-man -man defense allows us to stay in front of guys, check out, limit to one. That's the goal, and that's what we're going to work on over the next month. So have you gotten a chance to look at the play at the end of the first half? They did not show it on the arena during our broadcast. We were all scratching our heads like, one, how can they not show it? And two, I assume they got the call right, but I didn't, like, I didn't know whether you went back and got a look at it. Nobody in the arena knew, so we were all kind of kept back trying to figure out what happened. And you know me, when there's dead air, I just kept talking. So <laughs> I – uh. I go on the, a site called Synergy and it, it breaks down every possession and literally doesn't have that on it either. So I was going to try to go to another source and try to get the play. I, I, I sense that Sam held on it too long. I, we got what we wanted. We got a nice slip to the rim and 
Uh, I didn't get a chance to see if he held on it too long. Obviously, would have been nice to have. Well, especially going into overtime, an extra two points, you know, here and there. And, and again, one of those plays where LaSalle throws the long one and it goes out of bounds and we get a, a free chance at it and, and just not <laughs> get it off, according to the officials. But I guess I'll never know. But when you know, I'm sure you'll shoot me a text and let me know. I'll do uh, that, man. On our way to the FDU Florham Devils, give us a little bit about who they are, what they do, maybe key players, and then how you're looking to attack them. Yeah, I, I think this game in particular with our – and I, I keep talking about our young guys. These are games reps that we can get. Maybe guys who don't get the normal reps in a game as we continue to build for the Ivy. Uh, FDU, uh, the coaching staff is a – um, from Mike McDonald, who is Matt McDonald's dad, who's a coach up in the Boston area. So they, we know these guys. They run good offense, similar stuff that we run, um, very good skill. They just won't have the size of a, a typical Division One. But to me, it's going to be testing us on our fundamentals on defense, keeping people in front, uh, re limit them to one, all the things that – you and I were just talking about it gives us another chance to do that as we go along here in the non-league season. And Matt McDonald, former Quaker captain, correct? Correct. That Matt McDonald. All right, Coach Donahue, FDU Florham Devils tonight. This has been the Above the Rim Game Day podcast brought to you by the Penn Champions Club. Coach, thanks for joining us. Man, man, thanks for having me, buddy. It's a pleasure.